Hello folks, welcome to the broadcast. This is John Saxbury here at Revival Now, your host here. I want to talk to you today about your birthright. Your healing miracle birthright. That's right, healing miracles are your birthrights. Along with provision mir miracles of provision. Miracles of finances, the financial realm. You that, That's your birthright. It's not what we have... In, in our bank account here on earth is what we have invested in heaven. Our bank account that's in heaven. If our treasure is in heaven, then we can call money down from heaven. We can call healing down from heaven. We can, we, Jesus said, whatever you can call for in my name, I shall grant it. I shall hear from heaven and grant it to you. I mean, that's my version. Okay. Anyway, it's, it's what he said. I mean... Kenneth Hagin didn't start the Word of Faith movement. Jesus did. This whole Bible is the Word of Faith. The whole the entire Word of God's the Word of Faith movement. So before you go knocking the Word of Faith movement, you gotta you gotta you gotta ask yourself some questions here. What does the Bible say about wealth? The Bible says wealth is good. Speaking wealth into existence is good. Speaking uh not not just wealth, abundance, living living in a place of abundance where it's just overflowing so much it just gives it away and it just keeps coming. It's just an eternal wealth springing up of provision, of health, prosperity, you name it. It's prosperity. God created prosperity. The devil didn't create nothing. I mean, the devil did not create anything. The devil perverted it. I mean, people think that oh, if if a preacher builds a nice house, oh, we're gonna we're gonna crucify him. But if a drug dealer builds one, we treat him like he's curing cancer. Yeah, a drug dealer or or somebody builds uh, has an empire of selling pornography. Is it's huge in the pornography business, and they're and they're perverting young minds left, right, and center, but. They can have, they can they can have all the money they want, and nobody says a word about that. But when well, but if, if a man of God gets it, oh, you 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 rotten sinner, you're you're damned to hell. That Jesus didn't say the that the that money is the root of all evil. He says the it's the love of money that's the root of all evil. It's using money to fill the fulfill the lust of the flesh, and. What's that got to do with healing? Not absolutely nothing, but it's just it's just an, a representation. I want to, the, the direction I'm going here is is that our birthright, our birthright is to be healed, is to walk in divine health. That that healing miracle took place two thousand years ago on Calvary. You go with me to the book of Isaiah 50, 53, 5. I mean, you just got you got to you got to you got to really open your so the church needs to really open their eyes. People have bashed the word of faith movement, and it's a and it's an atrocity. People need to really wake up and watch what they're saying. Get into the word of God. If you don't know what you're doing, if you don't know anything about it. Here, here's a good clue for you. Here's a good rule of thumb. Here. If you're not sure about something and you want to sit there, before you bash it, before you open your mouth and run your mouth about it, get into the Word and see what the Word says about it. Get into the Word and see what the Word says about it. 
we have you've got you've got to use this is your this is your manual this is your instruction manual this is our this is our word of faith I mean you you, you got to you got to look at this in this perspective look at this this is our birthright this is where our birthright comes into play at who believed our report and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? We shall grow up before him as a tender plant and not and as a root out of a dry ground. He has no form nor comeliness, whatever that means. It's a word they used back in Jesus' day, I guess. And when they and we shall see him. There shall be there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with the grief we hid as it were our faces from him, as we and we hid as if as it were our faces from him. He was despised and was we and we esteemed him not. Surely thy, he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him. Means we, we, we were the cause of it. Even though we were the cause of it, he still did it for us anyway. Because we're gonna get, I'm going to go on before I go. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. And in verse 6, And like we are the sheep that have gone astray, we have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord hath laid, laid on him the iniquity of us, of us all. He was, he was oppressed. He was afflicted, yet he not opened his he yet he opened his not his mouth. He is brought up as a lamb to slaughter, and as a sheep before the shearers is dumb, so he opened his not his mouth. He was taken up from prison from his judgment, and who shall declare his generation? For he cut was he was cut off of the land of a living for the for the transgression of my people he was stricken and he was made and he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death because he had done no violence either was any deceit in his mouth yet it pleased the lord to bruise him he had put him to grief when thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, and shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the travail of his soul, and shall be satisfied by this knowledge shall my righteousness, my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. For there I therefore I divide him a, a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil 
with the strong, because he had poured out his soul into death, and he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bare the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. Basically, he's saying this, Jesus died for your birthright. When you become born again, you become joint heirs with Christ. We are joint heirs with Christ. We are the born-again believers that are joint heirs with Christ. Religion has taught us that we're in some sort, there's this, this punishment gospel. You know, God put that on your, on that sickness on you to teach you a lesson. He did that. God is gonna, God's doing that to judge you and, and, and to make you humble. No, he took that upon himself. That is totally anti-scripture. People who talk like that don't know what they're talking about. They, and they say stuff like that to make themselves look good. I mean, we've got to get, we've got to get out of that mentality that, that, that we're not deserving of the miracles in our life. They are the, they are the birthright in which Jesus died for. We are born into his kingdom. The Bible says those who are born of the Spirit shall be ruled by the Spirit, and their flesh shall rule them not. We're not born, we're not of the flesh. Our flesh does not rule us. One thing is about with, the, with that scripture is that comes to mind is, is this, like the woman with the issue of blood. In the scripture with the woman with the issue of blood, you've got to understand something. you got to understand something. It was not because Jesus felt sorry for her that he healed her, or that he, had, that he felt pity on her. He, that, was his, that was her birthright. That's what he was going to go to the cross and do. So why not heal her? Why not? Because it's her birthright. She, you are, she became a child of God, a believer in him. She confessed that he is Lord. You've got to understand it. It is our birthright to be healed. God never created you to be sick and depressed. God never created any of us to be sick and depressed. Sickness and depression has no hold on us. It's not a part of our life. It, it's a trespasser of, of the temple of God. It's a trespasser. This is God's property. Your body is God's property. When you hear all these anti-abortion people out there saying... Well, it's my body. It's not. It's my body. The Bible says the Lord, the, 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 our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. God owns the our God. The, our temple, our body belongs to God. The the saved and the unsaved, it still belongs to God. It's still something holy and sacred unto God. It's not your right. It's the right of that baby to keep to stay alive. I mean, they're killing off the. They're killing baby. Thank God. Planned Parenthood, I'm, I'm not going on the rabbit trail, but I'm going to say this. I'm thinking, God, Planned Parenthood is almost bankrupt. Planned Parenthood is almost no more. They're hanging on by a thread. That's why they want to impeach Trump. That's part of the reason why they want to impeach Trump, because he's shutting down, he's, he's killing everything. He's killing their, their revenue. He's, he's a wrecking ball. Besides that, it's our birthright. My last name is Saxbury. Why? Because why is my last name is Saxbury? It's my birthright. 
I get to call my father's name is John. John Saxbury Jr. I'm John Saxbury the fourth. I mean the third. My son is the fourth. Why? Is our names like that? It's our birthright. We can we can name we can they could name uh, the but it's our birthright. It's it's something we we we're joint heirs with our parents. If we're that much joint heirs with our parents and we take on their names, us men take on their names, how much more can we be joint heirs with Christ when he went to the cross and was beaten beyond recognition and, and just beaten, beaten beyond recognition of a human being that he actually took upon everything on, our, on that cross, including our sickness, our poverty, our, our salvation, our everything on that cross. An innocent man was crucified so that we could be healed. I said an innocent man was crucified so that we could be healed. I mean, this, this, the, the stuff that they, the, the religion, religion has taught over the years, oh, you know, you just got to take, they, they got generational curses. So you need to go take these classes for 18 months, and if it's not healed you up again, you take another set of classes. On top of that, and we'll give you more literature to pay out, so you can pay out the nose, and you can go get more literature after you're done with that bunch, and you can go to these retreats, and they don't, they're not, and they're not any more different than when they went in. They're no more healed than when they went into the thing. The Bible says, the Bible says, and even this, even the Bible and the song goes, just one touch of His glory. We want just one glimpse. Of his glory, at just one touch of his hand, and I will never be the same, cause God's spirit is flowing through my veins. I mean that that that's our inheritance. Our inheritance is through the cross. Our the cross represents our inheritance. This is not a pretty piece of furniture that you hang up in a church. It was a instrument it was an instrument of death it was an execution chamber it was electo the electric chair of lester year when he went when he gave up the ghost everything he said to pay in full to tell this time means paid in full it is finished means you are joint heirs with christ those who call upon his name shall be saved if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God has raised Jesus Christ, you shall be saved. Then you become joint heirs with Jesus Christ. You don't become cursed. I mean, we've, we've been teaching, churches have been teaching these generational curses, and they need to repent of it. It is, it is an atrocity. We cannot sit there and preach, expect the people to be blessed when you're teaching them to be, that they're cursed. You've got to get past that point. We've got, we've got too much of a prideful mentality that we don't want to let go. Well, you just don't understand. I mean, it just, we got, we got to think realistically. You wouldn't know what realistically was with a bitch in the face. You wouldn't know what realistic was if it hit you in the face. You, you, you don't have no clue. So don't even go there with me. I mean, the thing is, is we, we're, we're joint heirs. We are one with the Lord. We take on him. We are created in his image and likeness. He said, let man made, let, let's make man in our image and likeness. I mean, look at, if you look in Exodus. 
I don't want to, I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm not going to read it all to you. The book of Exodus, chapter 12. And on forward. Just read, just write that down. Exodus chapter 12. And it all talks about how when Moses was being chased out, driven out of Egypt by the Pharaoh's army. And the waters closed and they, and they went into the land and they were in the wilderness for 40 years. And, and they were being provided for. Why were they being provided for? Why were they walking in divine health? Why were they being able to eat nonstop whenever they wanted? Because they were, that was their birthright. It was their birthright. They were joint heirs with God. They were God's chosen people to take over the promised land. It's time to stop living in the wilderness and take on the promised land. We've been sitting in the wilderness, wilderness too long in our sickness and disease, in our depression, our, our, our poverty. It's time to step over into the land of flowing with milk and honey. It's time to step over into the heavenly realm. Where our treasure, our sickness doesn't exist in the eyes of God. Sickness is not, sickness is a false evidence. It's a false, it's a false statement. It's a false report. The Bible says, whose report shall you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. It's, this is not, this is not some, 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 Something I'm bored with and I'm just reading out of some regular old book. This book is a book of eternal life. This book is, a, is the foundation of all truth. It's the, it's the written form of Jesus. From Genesis to Revelation, it is Jesus in written form. For in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. For the Word was God, and became flesh, and dwelt among men. And the Word became spirit and truth. It is written in this word. We don't have to live with poverty. We don't have to live with sickness. We don't have to live in depression because we are joint heirs with him. We are joint heirs with Jesus Christ, son of the living God. Could somebody give me a hallelujah? Could somebody shout amen? I mean, this is, this is, this is, it's time to draw a line in the sand. The problem is, is we drew a line, we started drawing, as a church, years ago, the church started out really, there was a strong waves of healing miracles. But here's the thing, the enemy came along, and he, you, the line you drew, he drew another one over on the other side of it, over on this side of it, and pushed us back. Eventually to the point where the church, is, the, the original line that we drew in the sand when it came to healing miracles was miles that way, when it should be right before us. We've got, to, we've got to push back. We've got to take back our ground. This is ours. Healing is ours. Prosperity is ours. This is a message. This is a prosperity gospel. The Bible is a, is, is a message of prosperity. It's a message of health. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's divine living. It's a book of divine living. And it shows you how to eat. It shows you how to do your finances, how to tithe, how to how to how to handle your cattle. I mean, I mean, every, it shows in there with how God told them 
told people throughout the years, this is where people got their got their stuff from. That's why people in the, in yesteryear were so prosperous in everything they did. They lived in abundance because they believed this book. They believed and lived this book. Why do you think your great great grandpa, your great great grandparents were so were, were so blessed, and they didn't? They had nothing to do because they knew that God was on their side. They knew that they knew that they were joint heirs with Jesus Christ. They knew everything that Jesus died for was written in this book. It was it was for, it was alive. That this book is alive. That this book is is all eternal. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not. Can somebody shout amen? This book is where it's at. People, the problem in the church in America is today, even with a lot of pastors, there's some pastors out there. I'm not saying all of them. That's, there's a lot of good leaders. There's a lot of good pastors out there. But all, but there's a there's a, a a good amount of them. They don't even believe or they don't believe this book. They don't believe this book. They want to do something that's out of pop culture. They don't want to talk about the move. They don't want to have a move of the Holy Spirit because they're worried about offending people. Forget about who you offend. Jesus made his whole life offending religious people. People are just going to get offended regardless, so you might as well go for broke. Stand upon this word. The B-I-B-L-E, the word that is for me. My basic instructions before leaving earth. And somebody shout hallelujah. It's in this book. It is written. Jesus, Everything that Jesus did. He said it is written. Every time he Jesus spoke out against somebody or rebuked somebody or or made a declaration, he said it is written. It is written that we are we are that that's our birthright. It is written. It is set in stone. You can't wash it away. You can't change it. I am the Lord God. I changeth not. Amen. Somebody just put those hands together and give the Lord a big old hand clap right now. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Come on and shout it, folks. Just shout it in your living room. People think you're crazy anyway. You go to church and believe in a God that they can't see anyway. They're going to think you're crazy. So you might as well go for broke. Give it up for the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, he died so we can so we can live in pro health and prosperity. This people throw away their birthright because they're too scared that they're gonna they're gonna offend somebody or they're gonna that's gonna um because it or it's because they don't under, they, they they play this game this game that always drives me crazy when I hear Christians say it just don't make sense to me it doesn't it doesn't have to make sense our carnal this. This and our carnal mind do not mix together. You live out of here. You don't live out of here. You live out of here. When you're born again, you live here. You don't worry about what doesn't make sense. The just shall live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Can somebody shout hallelujah? Oh, we've got, you've got, you've got to, you've got to make up your mind. You're going to have to want to be healed. 
and stay healed. People got to make up their mind that, 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 healing, that, that healing and prosperity is the only way to live. That God created that way. Well, you don't know that Jesus was a poor man and he was homeless. He had a home. He was a carpenter. What carpenter have you ever seen living out of a cardboard box? What general contractor you've ever seen living out of a cardboard box or living out of a camper of a pickup truck with holes rusted in the bed and, and, hole, and the windows are knocked out of it? One, he was given gold. He was given gold, uh, an, an abundantly amount of gold, meaning an overflowing wealth of gold, when he was born. Poor people don't have gold. Two, when he died, they gambled for his garments. Even President Donald Trump, I guarantee you, when that man dies, they're going to take his all of his clothing and it's going to all be dumped. Whatever doesn't go to his sons is going to be dumped off in a Goodwill bin somewhere. I mean, seriously. He was one, and secondly, he was a direct heir of the kingdom of Israel. His great-great-grandfather was the second king of Israel. King David. What, what member of the Anheuser-Busch family, look, think about this. What member of the Anheuser-Busch family do you see living in a cardboard box under a bridge and holding a sign up that says, we'll work for, we'll work for food? Sitting there panhandling. None of them. They're all loaded. Why? Because that was their birthright. It's the same thing with being healed. It's the same thing with prosperity. It's your birthright. You've got to understand. You've got, people have thrown their birthright away for pointless reasons. Well, I don't know what other people are going to think. Forget about what other people think. You shouldn't care two rip flips. Like Pastor Rick Shelton say, two rip flips, whatever a rip flip is, about what people think. Walk in the divine confidence that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you are joint heirs with the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We're joint heirs. We don't have to laugh. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. By still, and still, he lays me lie down and by the still waters. Because we are his. We are joint heirs with him. We are his own. He calls us his own. No other God in, in, in the history of creation considers us his own, considers people his own. People in, in Islam, that's their God. They have ownership to their God. People in Buddhism, that's ownership into their God. But God has ownership of us. He loves us. He's the God of love. The people in Islam and Buddhism and all the other stuff, they don't. They're not. They're not live. They're not. They're, they're not living. In, in, there's no birthright there. They have no birthrights. They're living in slavery to a false idol, a dead god. Buddha's in the grave. Muhammad's in the grave. But my Lord Jesus Christ, He rose on the third day and lives forevermore. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're we're joint heirs. There's, we're 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 not we're not we're not cursed. The curse of sin is broken. He came to break the curse of sin. The Spirit, Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me for I is anointed me to preach the gospel of the poor. He has healed the broke to heal the brokenhearted and to preach deliverance to the captives of them set free to those who were bruised and to heal and set sight to those who were blind. And said to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. The acceptable year of the Lord means the curse of sin is broken. We come to break the curse of sin. That generation, there's no generational curses in him. You are the you would have a divine birthright. And it's time to receive that. Lord Jesus, I thank you right now for the healing of a of something in the throat. There's like a growth in somebody's throat, God's healing. There's a polyp in the sinus cavities. God is healing a polyp in somebody's sinus cavities. Rheumatoid arthritis, he's, he's healing somebody of rheumatoid arthritis. There's a person right now, you're, you've been living in depression. Depression has to go. Somebody with depression, you've been thinking about committing suicide. God's healing you of depression. He's, he's restoring your joy. He's going to give you joy unspeakable. He's healing schizophrenia. He's God's healing somebody with bipolar. God's healing somebody right now of cancer. Somebody diverticulitis. He's healing somebody with diverticulitis. A bunion on the foot. God's healing that right now. God, you're, you're feeling your foot straighten out. You're feeling your toe straighten out. God's healing that. God's healing knees, the joint problems. God's healing back. Uh, something in the back with the spinal. Your spinal, your spine's lacking the 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 bones and the in the vertebrae. God's restoring that vertebrae tissue, that ver the, the bone tissue. God's restoring that bone matter. I mean, you want to you, you want to hear a good miracle? Right now, this is a, this miracle still blows me away. Bishop David Oyedepo in Nigeria, one of his members was shot in the elbow, and had to have a replacement in his elbow. It was a steel replacement joint in his elbow. One night, one night he got he woke one morning he woke up, he felt something cold on his arm, and it was the and it was a steel replacement they put to replace his elbow after his elbow was shattered to nothing. They put they, he found the, the prosthetic insert, the steel elbow replacement, was laying on the outside, and there was brand new bone tissue on the inside, brand new bone, brand new joints, brand new tendons, and everything, all restored. Pastor B Bishop David Oyedepo's got it on his desk. To this day, I'll give I'll get a picture of it and I'll post it on my Facebook. You you in the com I'll put it in the comment section. I'll put it on Facebook too. You will, it, it'll blow your mind. God's healing somebody of uh, heart irregular heart rhythm. God's healing irregular heart rhythm. There's somebody that has been having blood clots. I command that that circulatory system to be open and to flow freely in Jesus' name. There's a couple on here you've been having problems with fertility. God's healing infertility. God's healing somebody with 
with a cyst on their ovary. God's healing somebody right now with, with problems with their jaw. It's coming undone. It's, come, it's called TMJ. God's healing TMJ. He's tightening in muscles in their joint. So your voice, your, your mouth can move freely without hanging up and popping. There's somebody right now that you're dealing with you're dealing with problems with in the area of your your um I don't know how to say you you tend to you tend to not you, you what comes out of your what goes in your mind doesn't come out of your mouth correctly. God's correcting speech problems. God's correcting stuttering, stammering. God's correcting a, a, a limb that is crooked. He's, he's straightening your limb out. Cerebral palsy. God's healing somebody with cerebral palsy. Email me. RevivalistJFS3 gmail.com Inbox me in my inbox or call the text 636-368-6490 Call for prayer. Call for anything. You need to talk to somebody. You need to vent out. You need to get, get something off your chest. Or you just need the, you need prayer for healing. Or prayer for salvation. Call me. Call me. Text me. Email me. Inbox me. You name it. So, and last but not least, I want to give this invitation. You don't know God. Or you just want, to, you want a relationship with God. You were brought up in church but never knew the reality of God. God is, God is saying this, come on to me, who are, heavy, who are burdened and heavy laden. Say this prayer after me, Father God, I come to you in the name of your son Jesus, to be born again in my spirit, and, and to die to my flesh. Lord Jesus, I think you said your word. That if I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that God has raised you from the dead, that I will be saved. Wash me in your blood. Wash away all my sins. Holy Spirit, come in me. Baptize me. Transform my life. And let me never be the same again, never again in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. God bless you. This is a production of Revival Now International Media Ministries. For more information on our ministries, call or text 636-368-6490 or email me at revivalistjfs3 at gmail.com. God bless you and have a great day.